bonus episode of vulnerability time i am your host published author criminal justice grad student mcnair research scholar and more but most of all child of the most high ah my name is josias abril and of course i am your host thank you so much for tuning in y'all i wanted to um hop on this podcast microphone okay because i have just received some wisdom from this guest speaker that i just saw and um i wanted to share some of it with y'all as well as you know um what it means to me and my little take on it so this is going to be some actual relationship advice Okay, actual. We're going to capitalize the letters. Actual. Okay, so I'm just going to go through some of the lists. And I want you to think, what does it mean to you? Or what does it look like to you? If you can't answer it, do some digging, do some thinking. And just know that that is okay that you don't know. It's okay to not know things. But we'll get into not knowing things in season three of the podcast. Okay, so within this society, okay, I've noticed when it's not hookup culture, it's just us preparing for the wedding, not the marriage. See, the wedding is, oh my God, that just beautiful moment where we're walking down the aisle, we looking good, you know, the food is good. You know, you got someone in the back, you know, sneaking food in their purse or in their bag, you know, um, which is me because they ain't got no to go plate. So it's like I'm trying to eat for later as well. I spent all this money on this uh, tuxedo. You know, I'm going to get me some food that y'all spend a lot of money on. I'm just I'm just being resourceful, making sure it doesn't go to waste. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. But um yes, okay, so we prepare for wedding, not for marriage. See, marriage is, I mean, wedding is that kind of, oh, this looks um, great, got that perfect moment, got that perfect picture, all the smiles, everyone's all color-coordinated and stuff like that. The wedding cake is looking phenomenal, but it better be tasting phenomenal as well. That is important. And then what after that? See, marriage is that journey, that process It's like, what happens after the wedding is over? What happens after the honeymoon phase ends? What happens when y'all are no longer sexually attracted to each other? What what happens when y'all not feeling those butterflies? Because let me tell you something, uh, sexual attraction and the butterflies, they come and go after the honeymoon stage. But that's the thing. Once they go, they still come back. But it's like, what is that foundation that's going to hold y'all sturdy until, you know, those um, key aspects come back? But that also brings me to, you know, when it's like a um, hookup culture, we can just be so infatuated with somebody because, you know, it feels great in the moment and they're hot. And let me tell you, some of these men are hot. Okay, they're a little too hot. I'm just like, turn down the temperature. 
someone throw on an AC. These men are way too hot. But anyways, um, we get into this mindset of a hookup culture and we're just in a relationship for the sex. Now, this is a question I want to ask you, listeners. Okay, you're not a bad person. I want you to know you are not a bad person. However, I am going to ask, if you took sex away from the relationship for about three months, would it last? See, the bed is not destiny. It is just a part of what could be a destiny, but it is not destiny. The bed is never destiny. Um, it can be an aspect of uh, a, a destiny, but it is not destiny on its own. Um, hence why a lot of relationships, you know, um, they fizzle out because it was just based off physical attraction and sex. You know, I'm not saying you're a bad person if you like it. You know, it's, this is just a question I'm posing is, you know, if you really want to find out if your relationship is really solidified, if you want another way to find out, one of the ways could be taking sex away for about three months and asking yourself, do you know who you having sex with? You know, what did this person do to earn your body? Hmm? What did they do? Do they take care of you? Do they speak beautifully to you? Do they want what they give out? You know, for example, like, oh, I want a, I want a, I want a man that is patient, okay, that is kind, that is substantial. He ain't surface level. But do I give that out as well? I can now answer yes. But once upon a time, um, I was talking to God, and God's like, you want all these things from a man, but do you possess those things? Can you give that out? And I once upon a time, I said no. I mean, now I can say yes, and I'm still learning things. Um, <clears throat> also, so, okay, so here's another advice. Unity is not to think alike, but to think together. I'm going to say that again, and I'm going to take a three-second pause. Unity is not to think alike, but to think together. Okay, I'm just going to assume that that was three seconds because who got the time? Um, see, a relationship involves unity. Okay, we want, we want a substantial relationship. We want a relationship, folks, where if the wind blows, the relationship is, is grounded, is rooted in something of substance. You know, that's how trees, when the storms hit and you see those big trees, they had a lot of years of growth. But when the wind is blowing and the tree is strong, it's because of the roots. They're in the ground. The ground is full of substance. That's where the darkness is. That's where the growth, growth is. That's where the receiving of, of water is. Those, these essential things. Okay? These essential things. Do you want a relationship like that? Do you want a relationship to where, you know, it... If the wind blows, it's still rooted. It's still rooted in substance. 
See, the bed and sex, that's not substance. Um, if that's all that the relationship is rooted on, that's the thing. Um, it's not rooted if it's just based off of that. Um, these are just some questions to ask because you know why I asked that? Because you are worth, you are worth more than just an object. You are worth being loved, being held, being spoken kindly to, being taken on dates. You are worth so much more than just one thing out of this, out of, out of a relationship. Um, so that's why I say this. Okay. Mm. So yes, relationship involves unity. Okay. So unity, um, I'm going to read it one more time. Unity is not to think alike, but to think together. We in a relationship. It's okay. If y'all don't think alike, it's okay. Maybe you're not supposed to think alike. Maybe you're supposed to fall in love with each other's differences and think together, not think alike. Um, and mind you, uh, the guest speaker, I think his name was Jimmy. I'm going to try to get him on this podcast. He's very inspiring, very eye-opening. Um, so I do want to also give him credit as well. I'm just, you know, adding, I'm just having a conversation with y'all and myself. So I'm adding, um, you know, my take on things, um, you know, in areas that I fall short in and areas that I'm growing in areas that I don't fall short in. So I'm just adding on to what he's saying and, you know, inviting y'all to do the same thing as well. Okay. So, you know, that phrase, my way or the highway. Okay. Choose the highway. And this is why I agree with what he said when he said, choose the highway. That is because when I look at my way, I see it as a stop, as a stop sign. But the highway, that, that leads you to a multitude of places. Why stop at just one thing when you can, you can go explore other things? Because what if your way isn't right? What if, what if your way isn't right? What if your way wasn't, your way, has it been working for you all this time? Or has it been um, helping others as well as you? Okay, so that's something we got to um, work on. And I say we, because it's, it's, we're not a bad person for having that mindset, my way or the highway. That could have been how we were taught growing up, you know. Um, but when it comes to, you know, a relationship, we got to start, you know, taking down the stop signs and driving in the car on the highway together. Okay. But avoid the toll roads. We don't like toll roads. I'm just saying in general, you know, I don't like those toll roads. I can't even say it right. Why? Because they make money off of our convenience. Okay. But you know why I'm bitter against a toll road? You know why I'm bitter? Because I can't afford it right now. That's why. <laughs> that's exactly why. So don't listen to me, y'all. <laughs> don't listen to me. I'm just talking crap about the toll roads. But um, yes, um, but I'm telling you, it comes in handy because traffic, it plays, traffic's too much. It gets my nerves. But um, back to sim sim symbolism and analogies, you know, um, in a relationship that my way or the highway mindset, um, that can be, that can be a hindrance. It could be um, beneficial to you, but not beneficial to the relationship. 
And when you're in a partnership with someone, when you're in a relationship with someone, you want to be beneficial to y'all both, not just beneficial to you. Because you're not in a you-ship, you're in a relationship. All right, come on, somebody. Um, I said that last part, come on, somebody, because me and Brad was just having a joke about that. It's Brad. So, Brad, I know you're listening. Hello, what's up? Let me give you a shout out. Love you, dude. Okay, so the next one is enemy is the best. In, the enemy's best weapon is division. Okay, and for folks who are um, of faith or believe in a higher power, um, the enemy, you know, a lot of times can mean Satan, but just in general, like for those of us, you know, um, um, who aren't you know, of faith and stuff like that. You know, um, enemy can also mean just evil. Division is one of the most wickedly wise strategic weapons of evil is division. Why? Because look at it, divide and conquer. Smaller the numbers, the better. You know, um, when it comes to division and relationship. Hmm. When... It comes to you doing something together rather than doing something separate. There are some things where you need to do it together. There does not need to be a division in some areas of that relationship. Not saying that y'all are y'all's own person, because at the end of the day, they are not your better half. They are your better whole. Okay, because that means that, you know, we are two people becoming unified or the goals or the hopes to become unified. All right. And then, oh, here's a good one. Are we fighting others or are we really just fighting ourselves? Are we fighting others or are we just fighting our insecurities within ourselves? Um, we got to really listen to our spouse. We got to really listen to our spouse. Um, and we got to listen to the root of what's really going on within ourselves because humans um, a survival mechanism is the power of projection now a projection is whatever's going on on the inside you you spew that out into the external and that's the thing it's not always good things it can be our insecurities manifesting in a multitude of ways that are just unleashing out on others or our partner, but we're not noticing it. We're not noticing it. So we gotta really listen to ourselves and listen to our partner. Maybe the partner isn't crazy or wrong, or when they're calling you out, maybe they're not making the stuff up. You know, I don't know your partner, you know your partner better than me, but you know, these are just some ideas to think about, okay. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, okay. So this is something really cool that the guy mentioned. Write down what you think your strength is on a piece of paper. Write down some strengths and then hand it to your partner and ask them to write down agree or disagree. That's a good way to listen to your partner and to see something from outside of ourselves. Because when we're living in our own reality, folks, we can get caught and stuck in our own reality, not realizing that maybe our intentions 
aren't being received how we want them to be received or how they need to be received, maybe there's something that we're doing that we don't know. Maybe deep down we're afraid to be wrong. We're afraid to screw up. We're afraid to be quote unquote bad. You know, that's the thing within a successful relationship. Um, you got to get your failures. You you have to. It's okay to not be successful every time. Because you have to fail if you really want to be successful. The journey to success is through failures. And, you know, and I, that can mean mistakes and things of that nature. You know, um, how else are you going to learn? So we need to give ourselves the grace. Now, there's a limit now. You can't just be out there physically abusing and, you know, doing all that type of abuse. You know, there's a difference between intentional abuse and just, you know, making a mistake or, um, you know, things like that. Because we all got our traits that we need to work on. But um, y'all y'all get what I'm trying to say. Don't, don't be out there physically abusing someone. That's not okay. That's when you got to go. That's when you got to get out of that relationship. And it's easier said than done. Trust me. And it may take some time. But we're going to talk about that in season three. Because, you know, like on this podcast, we, we see that not everything is so cookie cutter, black and white, cliche. We see that most situations are gray <laughs> and how they are so complex. So it's not just easy as, oh, just leave. We know that. We know that. But if you're listening to this and you're resonating with this, then, you know, this is for you. This is for you. You, you understand, you know, um, if you're receiving this in a certain way, you are understanding what this um, this is giving. Um, now, mind you, like I said, I'm just pointing out um, what the guy said and just adding my own take on it. Because guess who ain't got a relationship? Me. <laughs> I ain't got a relationship. I ain't got no relationship. Not saying I don't want one. I'm just. I don't want to say I'm waiting for the one. But like, I feel like the one doesn't exist. Because I like a good godly chivalrous man. You know what I mean? He ain't got to be godly. Okay, he just got to like. Be comfortable with my faith because my faith is really important to me, whether I want it to be or not, because sometimes I don't want it to be. But it just really is important to me. And um, I need my man to understand that, you know, because of my faith and because of my life experiences, there are certain morals or certain, you know, protections that I have on my body, you know, um, that I'm not just going to give out willy-nilly just because I'm sexually attracted to you. That's just not me. My experiences in life, more than my faith, my experiences in life have showed me you got to earn my body. Because my y'all know that my body has been taken so many times, stolen so many times. So, um, but yes, I don't know where I got off, um, where I got off track. Oh, yes. <laughs> Write down what you think our strength is and then give it to your partner to say if they agree or disagree. If you think that that's a strength and your partner's not seeing that, that's something that you need to work on. That's something you need to be you know, self-aware with. And that's the thing. You don't have to work on it by yourself. You know, um, your partner is there, can hold you accountable. Y'all can work together. It's unity. It's unity. It's where differences become one. That's what's unity. Unity ain't something that's the same. Okay? Unity is different things coming together as one. 
It's not the same things come together as one. It is the differences. You need differences to have unity. Okay, we're almost finished. Okay, try not telling your spouse their weakness. You tell them your weakness. Y'all tell each other um, each other's weakness. Like, if I have some weaknesses, it's me that's going to tell my spouse what my weakness is. Just as an exercise, because it's easy to call out someone else's weaknesses. But what about when it comes to our weakness? What about when it comes to our wrongs and our mistakes? Yeah, we're conditioned to highlight others' mistakes and hide ours. You know, when you're in a relationship and you really want it to grow, you got to get to a point and it's not easy, but it's worth it. It's worth it. You got to get to a point where you're able to be humble enough to show up flawed, but not just stay there. You got to have that willingness or the love enough or care enough for your partner um, to love them the best that you can. Okay. And with that comes growth. So, you know, be humble enough to say, hey, this is my shortcomings. This is my shortcomings. And y'all do that for each other. You know, they say their shortcomings, you say your shortcomings, but don't say each other's shortcomings. Don't call out theirs, call out your own. And if y'all both do that, then we can get somewhere. Okay. Um, Oh, here's a a good one. Do we have self-esteem or do we have other esteem? Basically, is our esteem... From self, or is it just others' perception of ourselves? I'm, that's all I'm going to say on that, because I don't really know what to speak on that, but I feel like the right person's going to need to hear it. Um, whoever it's for, it's going to resonate with them. Um, okay, oh, oh, here's a good one. It's okay to admit what you are not. It's okay. You know why? Because it's okay to be human. It's okay to be human. And and that's the thing. Oftentimes we could we can use that as an excuse. Oh, well, I'm just human. I'm not perfect. Yes, but that does not mean that you're not capable of growing. Because guess what? You are worth. You are worth. You are worth. Okay? Didn't that word sound funny? Worth. Okay, no, it actually doesn't sound funny when I say it like that, but it kind of sounds funny when I think about it. I don't know. That's just me. I'm, I'm a child. Leave me alone. But um, yes, you are worth being in a successful, loving relationship. But you know what that is going to entail? That is going to entail you being humble. That is going to entail you being honest with yourself and with your partner. But we got to be honest with ourselves first. Because we forget that. We forget that we gotta be we gotta work on ourselves. We gotta heal from some things, you know, if we want, you know, the relationship to continue to flourish, to work in a healthy manner. You know? Um, think about your person. Think about all the good things that they have done. Okay. Ask yourself, 
Are they worth it? And then ask yourself, are you worth it? See if those answers align. See if those answers align. Because this is about freedom. This, um, this is about freedom. We want you to be, if, if, hey, if the relationship is abusive, and I mean abusive, this is about freedom. If the relationship is just in a struggle right now, or in a stormy season, this is about freedom. If the relationship is going great, but you still want to work on things, this is about freedom. If the relationship is great and everything is going great right now, this is about freedom. Why? Because we want to be free. We want to stay free, with, but we want to be free with our partner, okay? Because like I said, they're your better whole, not your better half. You are a whole human being. They are a whole human being. <laughs> so, you know, like I said, two different things becoming one. Two different human beings with differences and similarities, whatever, but two different human beings becoming one. So that's the thing. We got to um we got to recognize um that there needs to be growth within ourselves as well. Okay. And then, oh, leverage your strengths and weaknesses. For example, when you tell your spouse something that you fall short in, for example, I struggle with listening to others. I struggle with listening to you. However, your strength is, and this is you telling your spouse now, but spouse, your strength is you are patient. And my weakness of talking too much because I don't really know how to listen because I, I, I can struggle with that sometimes, believe it or not. Talking too much, your spouse has patience. Not only is that patience there to just sit with you while you struggle <laughs> to listen, it, that patient is also sufficient enough to walk with you while you grow and while you learn to be a better listener. That's the thing, folks. So leverage your strengths and weaknesses, okay? And if and if you're acknowledging your spouse's weakness, because once upon, I mean, that's going to have to happen. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, just don't focus on that. And what I meant earlier is call out your own weaknesses. Um, that's just an exercise to try, you know, um, but that's the thing. Before we call out our spouse's weakness, let's be self-aware. Okay, there's more to the story on both sides. Okay, so yes, try, also try, if you decide to acknowledge your spouse's weakness, okay, acknowledge your own as well. Acknowledge one for one, if you're going to acknowledge it. Okay. And let's see, are we providing more for our insecurities than we do ourselves and our spouse? Basically, uh, do we tend to our insecurities more than we tend to our actual selves and tend to our spouse? I mean, all three are important, ourselves, our spouse, and our insecurities. Um, however, there can be a point where it's like, you know, are you dating your insecurities or are you dating your spouse? 
you know, the spouse is important and, and you know, and, and the spouse can work with you while you heal from your insecurities. See, this is the thing. What I, I guess what I'm really trying to say is d- don't, don't remain stuck. Don't remain stuck. Aren't, aren't you worth it enough to see how far you can go and see how far you can grow and how far you can go and grow with your spouse? Aren't you worth all the love in the world? Because you are. You and your spouse. So aren't you worth figuring it out? Together, it's unity. Okay, and let's see. I think we got a couple more. Oh, I lied. We got four more. I think. I don't know. Oh, yes. Okay, communication. You got to create a safe enough space in order to effectively communicate. You got to create a safe enough space. If you're yelling at your partner when they're trying to communicate, that's not being safe. Now, you don't got to be perfect at it, but you do got to try. And eventually, because practice makes progress. It don't make perfect. It makes progress. And and if if you are a different person, you know, uh, two years from now than the person you are now, you have made some growth. If you can handle a situation without yelling two years from now than right now, that's growth. Now, I'm not saying that yelling ain't going to happen. Um, what I'm saying is if that is your method of communicating is yelling at your spouse or y'all yelling at each other, that's not creating a safe space. Someone needs to shut up, hold your hand out, <laughs> let the spouse hold your hand softly and one at a time y'all communicate. And if that doesn't work, try writing it down. Try writing it down. And then at the end of every week, that's when y'all get to share what y'all wrote down. And a lot of times by the end of the week, you'll look at that list and say, yeah, that was really stupid. Uh, That was really stupid of me to get upset at that. Or, you know, you'll see that a lot of it is like, yeah, did that really matter? That was just me in the heat of the moment. So, um, you know, we oftentimes, and I'm talking about me, that's why I said we, oftentimes forget how writing can be a very effective, powerful form of communication. Um, And reading things can be an effective, powerful communication. I'm not talking text. We got to go back. We got to go old school. We got to write stuff down. We got (laughs) to, we got to write. Okay, so like, yeah, if the relationship is always tense, um, here's an exercise is setting a time for 30 minutes a week um, out the heavy stuff, okay? Um, But first, start the combo off by sharing a couple appreciations about the spouse. Okay, so before you communicate with that list, share some appreciations about the spouse first. Don't communicate without appreciation. Communication, appreciation, that that helps you remember it. Um, So here's an example of the exercise. So 
every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. is when y'all give each other the list and y'all communicate. This is what upset me last week. This, 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 and that. You know, and some of the things you're going to have crossed off because you're going to see, yeah, I, that wasn't really a big deal. I'm just in the heat of the moment or I'm upset, I'm upset at something else. So in that moment, you know, um, I, I wanted to overreact to this. Um, so, yeah, that, um, so, yeah, that's when um, y'all can set aside time once a week to really air things out so that things aren't tense 24 seven. Um, write down a list of, you know, what upsets you, okay? And if you have to cross things off that list, please do. Cause you get time to cool off after, you know, you're, after the anger is over. Um, Sorry, y'all. Give me one second. I almost dropped something. Whoops. I actually did drop it. Let me pick it up. I'm up here doing laundry, folks. And I don't know how to do laundry. <sighs> but I folded a couple shirts terribly, and now they fell on the floor. So we're just going to go ahead and leave that there because who got the time to pick it up? I'm trying to do a podcast. Uh, we're trying to get some healing together, aren't we, folks? Hashtag unity. Not uniformity. Okay, anyways. So yeah, once y'all give each other the list, start off by verbalizing appreciations. And then you can get to the list. Okay. Yeah, it's got to look for. And, and, and then compliment before you criticize. This can be another exercise. Compliment before you criticize. And also, uh, folks, don't hesitate to go to um, relationship therapy, relationship counseling. Don't hesitate, okay? Love is worth it. Your, your partner is worth it. I don't think we should have to fight for love, but we might have to fight for our relationship. That might not have made sense, but to the right ears, at the right time, that's gonna make sense. That makes sense. Um, Cause you know, like your partner, we 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 end up can villainizing our partner um, when they're there when they're there just trying to love us. We can miss sight of it, you know. Especially with all this stuff going on in the world, you know. Um, that's why it breaks my heart to see politics really can ruin a relationship. But that's the thing, though. That's not a bad thing for happening. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I mean, if you feel like that you got to do that, you know, for your own, you know, health, mental health, um, go for it. Um, however, what I am saying, though, is um, ask yourself, and this is the only, uh, only a you question. It, is this person worth letting go because of how they voted? Does this person know who they actually voted for? Because it's not like we're taught and trained to do research on our candidates. Okay, we're, we're not taught that. So we can be voting for someone and not know all of it. Um, 
you know, that's something to really ask, you know, um, can I love this person enough to say, you know what, I don't agree. I don't agree, but I love you, but I don't agree with this, but I love you. You know, maybe it's an area in our life where we need to work on patience. You know, um, now I'm not saying this is all relationships and stuff like that. No, none of this is generalized. I want y'all to know that. I just feel like I needed to talk about this because someone, if it's not, if, if it's not millions of people, if it's just one couple or one person that needs to hear this, it's all worth it. It's all worth it. Because you, you could be listening right now and you don't know that you're going to be a, hu- a hubby or, or a wife in a, an, in a year or two from now. You probably are sitting here single, hasn't met the person. You don't even know that this, this podcast um, is going to um, help you in your relationship, excuse me, in your marriage. So that's what's pretty cool about advice. You know, you never know when it's gonna when it's gonna come up when it's gonna be needed okay and lastly do what costs you your pride when it comes to relationship we don't need to be having pride we need to be humble we need to be humble this is not all about us anymore this is a unity not a uniformity which basically means uniformity is you better conform to only my ways and my ways only my way or the highway. But unity is like we are two different cars on the same highway <laughs> or we're we're in we're two different people in the same vehicle. We're navigating where to go together together. Do what costs you your pride. You got to be humble. Some things you got to let you got to lay down in order to pick up something greater. Sometimes your spouse is going to be right. (laughs) Sometimes you are going to be wrong. And that's okay. In that moment, as hard as it is, try admitting in that moment when you're wrong. Why? Because that'll cost you your pride. And I promise you, uh, the less pride in the long term, the better. Because once y'all get to a place where it's easy... It'll be so much easier once you get to a place. Something that I like to do um, is, well, what I used to do when it was hard for me to reach out to my my friends um, when I was going through something. So what I would do is I would just send them a random emoji rather than have to type out this is what I'm going through. This is what I feel like doing or I'm this, this, this and this. Because that's hard. So I had to take it one step at a time. Now I can just, I can, though I, mm, I would say very rarely um, struggle to say what I'm going through. Very rarely that I struggle. But most of the time, I can, I can text a friend, I'm going through it right now. Because I started off small. Because I started off as a symbol. So what what I'm saying is try an exercise of when, let's say when you're wrong and it's too hard for you to say those words, I am wrong. 
Y'all have a code name for it. Say bananas. And no, don't say bananas because then they can turn around and be like, yeah, you're bananas. That's right, you crazy monkey. Um, let's see. Hmm, what's a good word? Hmm, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Tyrannosaurus Rex. No, that's not. That's not a good word. Don't say that. Don't say that. Oh, God. Let's see. Oh, oh, oh. Um, um, a water bottle. So instead of saying you're wrong, you could say water bottle, for example. You could say whatever you want. But water bottles, for example. That lets you know, and that lets your spouse know that you just said, hey, I made a mistake. I was wrong. I was wrong this time. And then eventually, that'll, get you, that'll slowly get you comfortable with saying the words, you know what? I was wrong. I apologize. I apologize. See, communicate, communication can be a plethora of things. We often forget that, you know, way back in the day, uh, how people communicated um, their writings was through symbols, symbolicism, poetry, parallels. Everything had meaning to it. So sometimes maybe we got to take a step back and go back to the hieroglyphic Egyptian days okay, and get some symbolism going on. Yeah, that might do something. Some sim symbolism, and y'all both do it. You know, both have a code name. You know, so try that. Now, I am not a relationship expert because my ass ain't even in a relationship. <sighs> so some of y'all listening to be like, shut up. You're not even in a relationship. And you're right. <laughs> you're right. I'm not. And I've, I've already told myself that I was like, I said, bitch, you ain't got no reason. You ain't got no room to be given relationship advice. But you know what? What if someone needs it? <laughs> what if someone needs it? Because guess what? This is not all my relationship advice. Okay. It's from this guy, Jimmy. I think his name is Jimmy. Okay. He came and spoke today and it was amazing. And most of this is his advice. I just feel like because here's the platform to share it, you know, why not? it reached more ears because I know that if I was in a relationship or about to be married, um, if I'm like, if I'm single and about to be married in two years and I needed to hear this, I better have heard it. <laughs> it's just like, so maybe that's you right now. Maybe it's like, you don't even know that within two years from now, you about to be married. And it's like your relationship you know, made it through because of advice that you've heard today. So I had to cost myself the pride of knowing it all and just openly say, hey, guess what? I'm not even in a relationship. I don't know it all. Mm -hmm, I don't know it all. Not saying that I don't want to be in a relationship. Not saying that I can't be in a relationship. I, I, I just have my own set of standards. I don't want to say high standards. I want to say my own set of standards. There we go. And, and certain morals that I, and, and just certain things that I, you know, um, follow. And yeah. So that's that. There's just, you know, core aspects to a relationship that, you know, I um, honor. And if it's not honored, you know, from both parties, then it's probably not going to work. <laughs> But um, what if it is honored, but we're just two different people? Oh, that's unity. 
that's something worth fighting for. Not saying that that's, that's going to work out and that's going to be perfect. No, 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 no. But it's worth finding out if it's going to work out or not. So um, with that being said, folks, it's okay to be meek. Let me Google the definition of meekness. Not weakness, meekness. Because I, I, for, I forgot. Oh, yeah. A synonym for meekness is patience. Humility. Modesty. Submissiveness. Well, that's the thing. A lot of us, we got to submit to our spouse. Why? Because it's like we're prioritizing them. And if both people are submitting to themselves, submitting to their spouses, then both sides are prioritizing um, each other. That's huge. You know, um, obedience, servitude, softness, that's all a part of meekness. That's all necessary for a relationship to grow. You know, things don't have to be so tense. Um, so if you're listening and if you feel like this is really resonating with you, give it a, give it a, give it, give it, give it a try and know that you're not a bad person or that your spouse is not a bad person. If, you know, if this just doesn't work, you know, there are other things to try. You know, if this helps you make a decision on whether to stay or whether to go, um, hey, you're, you are a whole person. I need you to know that. You matter too, okay? But when we're in a relationship, we also got to remember the other person matters too. So don't take you mattering too as the end-all be-all. <laughs> you know, there are times where, yeah, you got to put yourself first. But I'm saying like, if you're trying to work through, work in a relationship, don't have that selfish mindset of it's all about me, my way or the highway. Mm-mm. Y'all need to y'all need to choose that highway together. So um, yes. So with that being said, um, if no one has told you today that they love you, please um, first tell your spouse. Go ahead and um, message your spouse or call them right now and tell them that you love them and tell them one thing that you are grateful for about them. Tell them. Tell them right now. Just surprise them. Don't 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 even add context. Just say. You know what? I love you. I love you. And I'm so grateful for your smile. Do you remember that one time when I was going through something, I was crying and you held me? You know, reminisce a little bit and, and just bring that up just just randomly. Also do it to see the shocked look on their face. It's pretty funny. Be like, who, who is this person that just walked in the door? Are you drunk? <laughs> and you just be like, no, I just want to tell you I'm thankful for you. I love you. I'm grateful for you. You know? And then secondly, tell yourself in the mirror that you love you and that you are worth all the love in the world. Because literally you are. You are not deserving of it. Why? Because you were never meant to be deserving of it. Deserving means earned. You don't got to earn love. You are worth love. You are worth being loved. That's just my take on it. That's all I'm saying. I know that can be debatable, but that's just my take on it. Um, hey. Um, and then the thirdly, I don't know what the word is, tertiary, I don't know. But allow me to be the first, since you're listening, allow me to be the first to tell you, hey, 
I love you. I life you. I promise you are worth love. Hold on just a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer. And you'll see. Just a little bit longer, I promise. You'll see. Alrighty, with that being said, folks, this has been another episode of Vulnerability Time. I think what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to post this episode. Today is the 15th. I think I'm going to whatever. Y'all will see it already. With that being said, I will see y'all next week. Thank you for I mean, excuse me, next Friday. This has been another episode of Vulnerability Time. Actual relationship advice. Hey there, if you liked this episode, go ahead and buy my book on Amazon. What the book is called, type it on Amazon. It is spoken by Trenton Epizon. Epizon is spelled E-P-I-Z-O-N. I really would appreciate the support. Give it a review. Give it a buy. Give it a try. And I promise you, you will not be upset at it. It is a poetry book. It is a very easy, quick read. And it definitely um, will give you some healing and some insight and some wisdom um, on abuse, mental health, recovery, um, the tragedy to triumph. You will love it. Give it a buy. Give it a try. And recommend the book and this episode with others, go ahead and give this episode, I mean, this podcast, a follow and share it with others. You could be the reason that someone is alive tomorrow because you decided to share this episode today. This podcast is about saving lives, healing ourselves and others, and encouraging others and ourselves as well. Thank y'all so much for the support. Love y'all. I life y'all. I will see y'all next episode. You are valuable. You are beautiful. You are still on this earth because you have the strength. Thank you. Bye, folks.